Welcome back. Um, I'm actually sorry that you had to listen to some Limp Biscuit bringing us in. Um, I just I watched a documentary and they were in it, um, Woodstock '99, and I just been on a little, not even listened to them. Pretty much like two songs, Roland and Break Stuff. Um, it's so like '90s and man, they're just funny. It's I don't know, man. I don't know, but um, got a solo pod today. Got some good things coming up. Got I rolled some dude at Akami. That's a funny story. Got some listener questions. Just got a fair bit of good shit. Um, but I'll get back onto Limp Biscuit. So they're this like pop, like this punk rock kind of hip hop as well. Like it's a weird mix. Like the man, the main singer kind of raps, but he also like I don't know, just weird. So. The documentary I watched, Woodstock 99, on Netflix. Great doco. Um, just about Woodstock 99, the um, just this festival that they tried running. Woodstock, I'm sure you've heard of Woodstock 1969, I think was the original one. And that was all about peace, love, positivity. And this one was just like fucked up. So they didn't run it well. They didn't organize it well. It made Splendor in the Grass look like fucking unreal. Like... Instead of just having mud, they had like sh- so the the porta potties like overflowed, and it was just like shit, like actual poop everywhere. But they didn't know, and like some people were like swimming in the shit, um, and it just was organized horribly. Um, I don't want to get too into it. I reckon I recommend you should watch it. But the two main points I took out of it was Limp Biscuit. So the main the lead singer Fred Durst. He's just like the epitome of 90s. Like, he's got like tipped hair. He's got like this fucking soul patch. Like, rocking soul patch. And he just wears like the funniest shit. Um, so, give that a watch. Get around Fred Durst. Um, I had a Google on what he's up to these days and not much. Um, I'm assuming about all the drugs he would have done back in the day. He probably has a limp biscuit himself. I don't think... Uh, his biscuit would be working too well. What a name, by the way, Limp Biscuit. You don't really hear the word limp used much unless it's describing like like someone after a big night out and they can't get it up. So I'm assuming he's got a limp biscuit these days. He can't get, get it running. Um, but shout out Fred Durst. I just reckon he's the funniest looking dude ever. Um, and the other takeaway I had, so Red Hot Chili Peppers played. Actually, back on the Fred, they... Um, so that song breaks stuff, and he had like a big like, yo fuck the fuck authorities man like one of those yeah you know man middle finger up to the authority and like all the festival got was four hundred thousand people that went to this festival and they were all pissed off because it was just run so poorly and he just start when he played that break stuff song, they all started like ripping down like the sound stage like in the middle of the crowd there's this big sound stage they were ripping off like the fucking wood panels on the side and climbing up it and like the security guards were just like teenagers they didn't hire like real security 
They just hired like teenagers who like wanted to just go get free tickets. Like I'm, they were all saying how they were like partying as well. So it was just fucked up. Um, pretty sure a lot of people got sexual assaulted as well. So also not very good. Do not condone that at all. So I highly recommend watching that doco. It's uh, take a look back into the 90s. And fun fact, actually, it finished a day before I was born. So I think the world was going through a tough time. And then bang, God said, here, this will brighten you all up. Cameron is born. So I'm assuming that um, everyone felt good after that because at least I was into the world. Um and the other thing I had was that I noticed on like the final day, Red Hot Chili Peppers played and Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers was just naked on stage. So I'm a sh- so the 400,000 people that went to the thing, let's say 200,000 were watching because it looked packed and he's just naked in front of them all. Like, I was going to say, imagine the balls on this bloke, but I saw his balls and they weren't big at all. The confidence on this dude... To just be fucking naked on stage. He does have a guitar in front of his his bits, but like he's moving around. You see, you see his dick in the fucking on the show. I'm like this guy. That's the confidence I want. I did a stand up gig in front of like 25 people, and I knew and like half of them my friends, and I was shitting them. So that's the confidence I want to get. So um, shout out Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers for just. That's just big balls. That's a ballsy move. That is a ballsy, ballsy move. Um, speaking of ballsy moves, um, Nate Diaz, UFC fighter. I find this just so, so, so funny. So USADA, like the drug anti-doping agency of America, and bloke rocked up to his house to give him a drug test. And he goes on Instagram Live and starts smoking a joint while the guy's in his house and he's filming. He's like, hey, man, I've pissed enough for you, man. This guy wants to take more of my piss. I've pissed enough from you, man. And he's just like smoking a blunt. And then, that, like, imagine if just like an AFL player did that. I wish more athletes were like UFC athletes and just didn't give a fuck. And then yesterday, Conor McGregor puts a video of him getting his dick sucked on a yacht. Like, you just see, like, the girl's head and, like, just him filming the water and, like, it's so obvious and he just puts it up on his Instagram story and he's got probably, like, 100 mil followers. Like, I wish every athlete was, like, a UFC athlete and just did not give a fuck. Like, imagine Bailey Smith just posting videos of him snorting coke instead of just putting it on, on his Snapchat groups. Like, imagine that. Imagine what you would see. Imagine what the NRL players would get up to. Because I reckon they like to party. So, um, yeah, Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor. I just find UFC fighters an interesting breed, man. They've just had so many head knocks that they just um, they just can't think straight. But it's so funny, so, so entertaining. Also, Volk, Aussie, number one UFC pound, pound fighter in the world. Just shout out to him. What a boss. That's a huge achievement. So, yeah. Um... So, I'll get into what happened on the weekend. I went to a Kami, all-you-can-eat Japanese place. Went with a couple of the footy boys on Friday night. We had a footy final on um, Saturday. So, we went drinking, just carb-loading carb on some uh, sushi and some chicken katsu. Um, my thoughts on Okami, 
It is all you can eat places are a novelty. So it's like 35 bucks or something like that. And the food is like the first like couple orders are good, but by the end I'm like fuck this man. I feel disgusting. The food is disgusting. Like the food is not good quality at all. You kind of you really are paying your 30 like it's not worth $35, I don't think. I know you can eat so much, but the quality of food, like, is, ugh, it is poor. You'd almost want to go to a nicer restaurant, and you could probably get, like, a main and a side for 35 bucks, and you'd be just as full, because there's kind of a level where you're like, I don't even want to eat anymore. I'm just eating because it's free. But, um... I kind of don't, I was kind of thinking, how are they profitable? But they would just, it would cost like 13 cents to fucking make what, like they're dishing up. It's, the quality is disgusting. But anyway, I rolled this guy. So, we were just eating at the table and this guy spills like the tiniest dribble of water on someone's back on our table. He, the guy didn't even notice. He got like the water dribbled on him. So... And then, like, he was like, oh, sorry. Like, he was very apologetic. Well, like, oh, good man. No stress. And that was it. Bang. Later, maybe half an hour later, he goes up to pay. And we were leaving. We get up. I go to pay for the group because it can't split the bill. And they call me Moneybags Muratori. So, you know me. Um, I made sure everyone transferred me. But, um... And then the lady goes, oh, she starts pouring shots of like the Japanese, whatever it is, soju, or I don't know what it is. And he goes, oh, that guy just bought 10 shots for you guys. And we're all thinking, oh, we don't really want shots. We have footy tomorrow. Like, we're not drinking. So we said, like, we said to the lady, nah, we don't want them. We don't want them. Go say, and the guy goes, I paid for them. They have to take them. Me being the business-minded, economical guy I am, I say... Any chance you could take that off the bill? Bang. 60 bucks off the bill. That guy just... He thought he was like a legend. I, it is a dog move. But I just... Bang. 60 bucks off our bill. And he was like with all these girls as well. So he was probably feeling like... Oh, look at me being a top shot. Watch all these guys take shots. And then we just took 60 bucks off our meal. And we didn't even... I didn't even say anything to him. We just walked out of there. I gave him a thumbs up and I walked out of there. So, shout out to that dude for paying for 60 bucks, paying for two people's uh, dinner that night. Um, but, fuck, we did roll him. I rolled him real bad. Real, real bad. Um, and it got me thinking, like, because the Kami's a bit of a... Um, there's, a bit, there's a fair few of them around. And I'm like, oh, but they get a fair few people in. And I was trying to just see the business side of it. Are they profitable or is this a whole money laundering thing? So I'm like, they might be profitable, but my question of the week is what businesses do you think are just a money laundering scheme? So obviously Red Rooster goes up there. Like, no, I've I've never gone to Red Rooster, ever. The only time I've, like, ever. I will never be like, hmm, I'm looking forward to some Red Rooster. Um, That's probably the main one. I reckon as well, any of those places, like there used to be one in Greensboro, not a time zone, but the other mini arcades, there does no be, if it's a time zone, profitable, but just like a mini arcade, always money laundering, like a, um, 
It'd be called like Fun Zone or something like that. 100% money laundering. And the other one is Milk Bar. Like, does anyone still go to a Milk Bar? Surely there's just like, I know there's one near Evie's house and you go in there and they just have like a sordid thing. Their, their whole place looks like a fridge after kick-ons. It's just like assorted drinks and like you just have one of this, one of that, one of this. But it's just run by this sweet old Asian family. I don't think they're selling meth or anything like that. But I'm sure there'd be some milk bars that are just not profitable um, ice cream shops. Um, so probably not... Actually, don't... There's, why are there so many donut shops? I don't know if they're that profitable either. Um, Got to be... I don't know. Something a bit shady there. So I'll pop that up on Wednesday. Question of the week. Monday, money laundering things. What are they? Um businesses what you think so let me know um yeah well another thing that i'll um gotta get off my chest here's one bit of a confession i've been playing afl evolution 2 um and if anyone has played that game before you know how poor it is but i've actually been enjoying it um i just want something i want to confess and get off my chest because i've been hiding it but that game is like the I wish there was a good AFL game. Um, I don't really play like PlayStation much. I reckon there's about a two, three week period every year where I'll just play a game and then I'll just never touch it for another like six months. So I'm kind of in that zone with AFL Evolution 2. I think just because finals footy, I'm getting around it. I did play Richmond Brisbane last night just to see. And... Um, Tigers fans should be happy to know that Richmond won. Lynch kicked six for me. So, a good omen going into Thursday night. Um, so, I really wish that they would just knuckle down and create a good AFL game. Because I honestly believe AFL Live is the best one. That came out in like, what, 2012, I reckon? And I was the best at that game. I, like, I, I, I never lost... I would play on the hardest difficulty against the, like, computer, and I would win every time. I don't... And, like, because I couldn't play online. Nobody was playing AFL Live online, but I would smoke anyone. So, I'm calling anyone out. If you want to play me in an AFL game, I will beat you up. I am so good at them. Um, so, just call me out. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm calling all yous out. If anyone wants to verse me in any AFL game, I will smoke you, no doubt. Um, but I really wish that they just made a, a good game, a good AFL game. Um, uh, another thing, I I had to put myself through. This is kind of, I'm just calling myself out here. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, enjoyable show for the first seasons. First maybe three, four seasons. Very, very funny. I really enjoy that show. And I got sucked into it. So I was watching it. Then probably the last couple seasons, not too good. But I pushed through. And I saw the other day, the last season came out on Netflix. And I was like, 10 episodes, probably 200 minutes of thing. Can I, I can watch that. I can do it. Let's push through and watch it. I want to know how this ends. And I'm telling you all out there, all you Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans... It is not worth it. It was the cringeworthiest show, like, thing I've ever seen. Like, 
if you remember how how much your mother was in that final season, how kind of was pretty cringeworthy, this makes that look fucking like a masterpiece. This last season, like I don't reckon I laughed the whole time. I was just cringing the whole time. Like it was painful to watch. So painful. I cannot remember one thing. Like it was so unmemorable as well. Just oh so do not watch it. I might even spoil it right now. Um I don't even know what fucking happens. Do not watch that show. They should I remember it cancelled like a couple years back. Um and like everyone fought for it to come back. It should have stayed cancelled. They knew it was on the decline and they should have just kept it cancelled because that thing was pox. P O X Pox, man. So um just letting you all to not watch that because that thing was very, very painful. Um, I was speaking to... How about these segues? These segues are no good. Um, I was speaking to one of my mates and he's acquired himself a new a new lover. So he's... I don't know what they're talking, seeing each other, going out. Don't know the official title. But he's been, he let me know that the ex-boyfriend has been saying to his current um, acquaintance, his current lover, that if he doesn't get back with her, that he's going to kill himself. And I was quite shocked to hear this. Quite shocked to hear this. Um, And I mentioned it to Evie, and she said it's quite a common occurrence to happen. Like, she's heard multiple... She's heard it from multiple of her friends that the guys say that. Um... My thoughts, if we want people to take men's mental health seriously, we can't be doing that at all. That is not on. So this is me calling out men. If you do that, get a get a grip, man. Get a grip. You want shit to be taken seriously? That's the boy who cried wolf. That is... Anyone, if you are actually saying that, go get help. And if you're depending your, your livelihood on a chick... Like, if she, you need to be with her for your happiness. You need to sort some of your own shit out. So, saying that to a girl to guilt them into getting back with you, you are pathetic. Um, and if you actually are thing, say that to one of your mates or say it to someone who can actually help you. Because, honestly, it's just... It's, um, it's like gaslighting them. Like, you need to get back with me. It's toxic it's like fucked up behavior. That is really fucked up behavior. Um, and like it makes, it's the boy who cried wolf. You can't just, it makes everyone else who actually is suffering. You might be suffering, but that's not the way you need to go about it. So if you know anyone who's done that or he's doing that, says shit like that, pull them up, help them out. Cause that is not on at all. Um, I just had one of my mates bring that up to me and I was like, I might mention that on the podcast because I just, I ain't not a fan of that. Not a fan of that at all. Um, I've got a few more things before I get into the listener topics. Um, The weather. Do not talk to me about the weather. If our conversation is strictly about the weather, like, oh, the weather's been shit, hey. Yeah, I just want to be sunny again. I don't want to talk to you. It is not an interesting conversation for me. I probably do not like you if our only conversation topic is the weather. If you're going to talk to me about the weather, just keep walking, please. Please, please, please. Like at work, I have these old blokes being like, 
yeah, fucking shit day. Whether, like, just how you going and walk past. I do not care about the weather. I'm outside as well. I see the weather. We don't need to talk about it. We all know the weather's bad. We all know what's going on. And if it's a good day, wow, weather's not... Stop. I, I'm done with weather chat. Do not talk to me about the weather ever. There's no... Not necessary ever. And if we do, we're obviously not friends. We are obviously... Like, we have nothing in common that if we have to talk about... The only, if the only thing we have in common is our love or hate of the weather... It's not a conversation worth having with me. So please, please refrain from talking to me about the weather at all times. At all, all times. Um, and final thing before I get into the listener questions. Just want to shout out um, the best pizza in the area. Takeaway Pizza on in Preston. Just unbelievable. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, it's a pretty popular place. I'm pretty sure most people would know about it. But um, just go there delicious pizza if you're on a first i can take a girl there on a first date and i guarantee there'll be a second date you can get cocktails and stuff there as well so it'd be a great spot for a first date i reckon you would uh you'd be getting a getting a second date ever so uh definitely so i'm just getting up these uh listener questions um i might i have a thing in my insta bio where you can click on and put these and like send them in whatever because i think anonymous Kinda, people can get a bit more looser than like sit when I see their Instagram thing. So, um, but some are also just bullshit. So, I'll read, go into them. Uh, worst date you've ever been on? Um, so I haven't been on many bad dates lately because I've just been going out with Evie for ages. But here's one. Um, back in the day, would have been a while ago. I went to the drive-ins to watch Pitch Perfect 3 and just the vibes were off. It was not good at all. The movie was like horrible. Like why why was I watching Pitch Perfect 3? Um I didn't even see Pitch I've never seen Pitch Perfect 1 and 2 either. And like I can halfway through the movie I kind of was just like fuck this. I've had enough. And I just said I was like feeling sick or something just to get out of there. And like we left halfway through the movie, dropped her off home, and yeah, that was it. So that was the worst date I've ever been on. Um, I hope that girl is doing well these days. So shout out to them. Um, but yeah, I was just I was like, fuck this. Why am I here? You're annoying me. Get me home. Um, but yeah, yeah. Best wishes to them. Um, next one. What's your favorite brand? Um, hmm, the boring answer in me says Nike, um, like, shoes-wise, I love Nikes and I love Reeboks, Reebok shoes are good as, um, in terms of, I get most of my clothes from ASOS, so I don't know if, like, that's a brand, a brand I do like the look of their clothes, and I have a few of their things, but they're just pretty expensive, Carhartt. I just think their clothes look real nice. Great quality as well. Um, Uniqlo. So everyone keeps telling me to go to Uniqlo to buy clothes. That shit is so hectic in there. I was like overwhelmed. Like everything's just in your face. Oh, Like I legit could not do it. So I've been there three times and every time I was just too overwhelmed. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? So Uniqlo, you got to settle down because everyone tells me how good it is, but that shit's way too hectic for me. Um, 
Next question. I've started buying baby wipes to wipe my bum. It's honestly amazing. I have done this before. Um, and I don't blame you at all. I don't think you want baby wipes for the whole thing. I reckon you get the toilet paper first and you finish with the baby wipe. And that would be that would be ideal. You'd be leaving the toilet a new man. You'd be feeling fresh. You'd be feeling amazing. Um, I actually might uh, adopt that method. You clean out the big bits with the uh, the toilet paper and then clean with the baby wipe. Spick and span. You'd be walking around with a, a clean sphincter at all times. So I have done that before. But if you're doing it all with baby wipes, and I don't know what the... Di- Can you put baby wipes in the toilet? I don't know. So um, good on you. I hope you have a good one. Um, next one. Cam, I've been in love with you since I was a little girl. What do I do? Hmm... Here's the thing. I reckon I do have a girlfriend, so I think you got to challenge Evie to a fight. Just message her on Instagram, battle to the death, a duel, and I'll just have to. I just have to. Whoever wins, I just have to go with them. So challenge Evie to a duel. I think she could probably fight. I don't know. We'll see. Well, good luck to good luck to both using that duel. Maybe in the octagon. Um, when it gets my heart, anyone? Yeah. So that's what you should do. Um, lowest price you'd be a sugar baby for. Um, it depends on the circumstance of a sugar baby. If I'm like sexually, if I have to be sexual with this person, I would want like 500k. Like, am I getting married? Hmm. If I'm getting 500k a year plus being treated like a, like the king I am, like the prince. They're buying me nice clothes. They're taking me out for nice dinners. I would want at least, oh, give me like 100, 100K on the side as well. So I could do it for five years. I'm investing well on the side as well. I have all these nice clothes. I'm living luxurious. Then after five years, they're getting older in age. They have a fall down the stairs maybe. Get that inheritance, bang. So 100K, I would. Um, but if it was just like, non-sexual, they just took me out on dates and paid for my shit, I'm doing that for free, um, and I would actually be really open to that, so if anyone would like to be my sugar daddy, sugar mummy, sugar mummy, no daddies, sugar mummy, um, I'm quite open to that, uh, my inbox is always open, um, I would love to go out for a nice steak, buy me some nice clothes, yeah, so lowest price, I would do it for free, I would do it for free as long as it wasn't sexual. Um, if you want to do some kissing, it's gonna cost you, gonna cost you some money. Um, do you have any fetishes? Um, no, not that I'm aware of. Um, I actually had a joke about this in my last stand-up thing that I did. The joke was about um, like the best and worst fetishes to have. So I was saying that there's this guy I know, he has a fetish for like big girls, like fat girls. And so I was go- I was go- wanted to say this joke, like I thought it was really funny. The only problem was that on like two people before me on stage was this larger woman. Like, and so when she got up there, I was like, you're fucking kidding me. I have this whole joke about 
like fetish for fat girls and then this big bloody lady goes up on thing and so I get up there and she's just staring me down and I'm just like oh fuck this is awkward I, I feel so bad I feel so bad but so I don't have any fetishes but I in the joke I go like a bad fetish to have is like wanting someone to shit on your chest like, how do you find that? You can't just, like, go on Tinder and look for that. But I go, actually, the worst fetish to have is pedophilia. Because technically, pedophilia is just a fetish. You just have a fetish for kids. Um, and no, I don't have... That's not a fetish I have. Um, uh, hopefully, none of you have that fetish. Um, I would ask that as a question, like... Do you have any fetishes? But I don't think I'd get many responses like people telling me like, mm, yeah, I like when fucking, I like feet or whatever. I actually never met anyone who likes feet. It's such a big like, like you hear it, but I don't know anyone who actually has a foot fetish. And I would really like to meet someone. If you know someone who has a foot fetish, could you please message me? Don't just, just say I have met someone with a foot fetish because I would really like to know because me... Feet are not not a thing for me, not at all. I have feet, obviously, but I don't, not in a sexual way. Um, some of these are just like randomly generated questions. Who are you trying to vote for in 2024? Trump, baby. I'm Trump all the way. Um, when was the last time you lied? Um, that I can think of. Um, on the weekend, I was like, I was no, I was, I was tired. I wanted to go home. So I go, yeah, guys, just going to go toilet. Boom. I'm out of there. Did not see me again. So that was a, I'm pretty good at smoke bombing. Um, and that was a, an all time classic smoke bomb by me. So that was a good lie. Um, just said, boom. And I'm out of there. The, the, the key to smoke bombing is you just got to you got to let people know that you're going like to the toilet or something, but you just got to walk away and say goodbye to like the, if it's a birthday, say goodbye to them or just like even shake their hand and be like, I hope you had a good night, man, or something like that. You don't need to, you don't need to get too hard into the details because before you know it, you're, um, you're in the Uber falling asleep. I always fall asleep in the Uber. I feel so bad for girls who can't fall asleep in the Uber. Um, it's probably the best nap you're going to get. Lie back in that Uber, fall asleep, get home. It's like you're time traveling. It's like when you're a kid and you're like, I would fa- you'd fake fall asleep. So you're like, I would fake fall asleep. So my dad would carry me inside. And it's like you time travel. It's honestly time travel. Um, your worst habit. I've got a few. I've got a few. Um, I, in conversations, I talk over people a lot. Like that's a bad habit. I'm trying to fix that. I in the first couple podcasts I do it as well because that's just what, uh, I'm just like what yeah uh. so that's a bad habit. Um, obviously the Zaza smoking not a great habit to have, but it's not the worst habit. I'm lazy. I'm pretty lazy. Um, my phone use is not great either. Um, so they're pretty bad. I got a bad habit for. Taking people, not taking people's vapes, but going, yeah, can I have a suck of that? Like, and I never buy them. And I'm like, yeah, give me a suck of that. I'm pretty bad. I want to stop because it's, it's getting, 
I, like it's getting embarrassing now. I'm like, yeah, can I have a soccer though? Can I have a soccer? It's all I do. So it's either I got to buy one or just stop them. So I'm gonna say that stealing people's vapes, but I don't take them with me. I just want a couple sucks. But if you want to offer me any um, any sucks of your vape, I'm always down. Um, have you ever watched Harry Potter? Of course, I've watched Harry Potter. In year twelve, when I should have been studying for exams. I got in this, like, deep Harry Potter wormhole, like, really deep, like, 20-minute YouTube videos on, like, because I think I I re-watched them all, and I just got obsessed, and I started watching videos and, like, on, like, everything that happened in the books, and, like, I know I'm a Hufflepuff, um, so Harry Potter, great, and, like, I got really, really, really into it. Since then, it's my Harry Potter love. It hasn't. Di- it's died off. I still love Harry Potter. The new ones, like uh, the Fantastic Beasts, like I got a random. I haven't even watched the new one. Maybe when that comes out on bloody Disney Plus or whatever it comes out, I'll watch it. But Harry Potter, unreal. My favorite Harry Potter movie. Um, hmm. I used to. I love the Half-Blood Prince. Very underrated, the Half-Blood Prince. Um, very, I don't know, just dark, but it's really good. Half-Blood Prince is like probably my favorite because it's just so underrated. Prison of Azkaban, obviously unreal. Goblet of Fire, unreal. And then the first two are just magical. They're real, ma- they're nostalgic and magical. So my least favorite is probably Order of the Phoenix. And even Deathly Hallows Part 1, just not that good, but Harry Potter, big Harry Potter fan, um, yeah, shout out Harry Potter, um, I'm, I always even did the, I did all those, like, things on, like, the, I'm a Hufflepuff, I forgot what Patronus I was, um, but yeah, and final question, that's shit, so I'm not even gonna answer that, um, thank you all for listening, um, uh, shout outs to, what I gotta do, Rate it on Spotify, I think you can do that. Follow it, follow the Insta page. Um, hit, uh, DM me for any questions, topics, anything you want to hear. Um, what you liked about the show, what you didn't. Always down for feedback. Um, peace out, love you, bye.